Daily Draft Report. Set your DVR to record now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft, brought to you by Campus to Canton. Make sure you check out our entire family of podcasts. Tonight, I'm going to go over another cornerback prospect. This one is really, really good, and I've been looking forward to talking to him. Trent McDuffie, corner from Washington. He was a junior, 5'10", 193 pounds. And I'm excited to bring on my guest, too, Shaw Pryor from the Teed Up Podcast. How you doing, Shaw? I'm good. How you doing? I'm great, man. Great. So you said you played some corner in high school, Shaw? Yes, I did. I played a little bit of corner, you know, not good enough to uh, beat Trent McDuffie, but I, I did a little bit myself. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe a couple bounces, maybe you'd have been there, man. Come on, <laughs> don't cut yourself short. I can, I can dream. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice to get his paychecks, I'm sure, here in a couple in a couple Ooh, months. Here. I love it. <laughs> All right, recruiting profile of of Trent McDuffie. He was he did come from Bellflower, California, the class of 2019. St. John Bosco. I mean, everybody knows St. John Bosco. If you know anything about mm-hmm. high school football and recruiting, right, one of the big old powerhouses. He was a four-star recruit. Of course, my grandson wakes up uh, for four star recruit 24 seven had had him as the seventh ranked corner, 61st ranked prospect overall in that 2019 class offers from 22 schools, including Alabama, Arizona, Arizona State, California, and ultimately decided to go to Washington. He has a little bit of a reputation of being kind of a cornerback you up there. They've had some good ones recently. 20 or 2019. I mean, as a freshman, he had 45 tackles on interception couple forced fumble recoveries, couple forced fumbles, pass deflections. I mean, as a freshman, he was very impressive. Then obviously 2020, COVID kind of screwed up that season, but came back in 2021 with 35 total tackles. Did not have an interception, but I think it's because nobody threw at him. So, I mean, I don't blame him. And then as far as the combine, he had a pretty decent combine. His RAS score of 9.49 was pretty damn good. They dinged him for the 5'10 height, which is silly, I think, to ding a guy for 5'10 height. Um, but his vert was 38.5, broad 10.8, I mean, 4.4440. So, I mean, the kid's got, he's athletically just a beast. So, all right, Shaw, what traits and attributes does McDuffie possess do you think will make him successful in the NFL? I think the first thing to talk about is his athleticism. He can he can run around and he flies, you know, even faster than that 4.440 time uh, on tape. You look at it, he's moving. And I think, uh, some of the examples that you can see in it is he hustles to the ball in plays even when he's not on coverage on rundowns. He'll be the backside corner and he'll come and still make a tackle at the line of scrimmage. Uh, so he hustles and he's moving around, flying around, uh, which makes him, you know, somebody that can be really special in the NFL with that athleticism. Also, uh, he's been my favorite off man corner uh, that I've watched in the draft. You know, we see a lot of guys like Derek Stingley, Sauce Garner. You know, primarily what we're looking at is their press man coverage and how they play. Uh, but with his athleticism and technique, we've seen that he's been really successful in off man coverage. I was watching a play, I think it was against Oregon, and he was playing off man. The receiver ran a drag and he made the tackle at the line of scrimmage. So plays like that are just special uh, that you get to see from a guy like Trim McDuffie. So his athleticism is really important. Also, you see in his technique, he's really fluid. Uh, you can see he breaks fast. He gets out of the break fast, which helps him close on these receivers. So those are traits that are going to make him, you know, a successful NFL corner. 
Right. Oh, absolutely, man. He is a phenomenal athlete. He has some background at wide receiver, and it shows. Yeah. I mean, his his instincts is, is – I think he's probably the best, like you said, off-man zone, whatever you want to call it, corner in this class. I, I love it. I love how he, aggressive he is in tackling. I mean, he hits like a safety, you know, which at 5'10", yes. 193 is you, – you don't expect that. You know, so and you don't expect to see it from a corner too. Like, right? So the physicality and the tackles is is huge. Right. That's what I I love about him and McCreary in this class. I love both how physical both of those guys Mm -hmm. are, and their awareness, uh, strength, high energy. I mean, he never gives up on plays, like he said. So, and he's got that alpha dog that uh, you know, like it's my ball. You know, and yeah. I love, that's what you want from corners. There's several of them in this class. So, all right. So also, those are the good things. What do you see bad? What do you think he needs to clean up or work on? You know, some things are out of your control, and and being five ten uh, is will be a concern a little bit. I personally, it doesn't show up on film. Him getting getting out jumped for balls doesn't show up much. But you know, with when you have to cover Mike Evans or, or Mike Williams, these big six four receivers. Uh, there's going to be questions about how he'll be able to match up with those guys on the perimeter since that's where he played the majority of his snaps in college. Uh, So that'll be one concern. Uh, And the other thing has been that, you know, he didn't get a lot of picks. You know, he he has apparent ball skills. And like you talked about, you know, he has a receiver background and it shows up a lot in his anticipation of routes. Uh, But you you do want to see a guy make a couple more plays on the ball uh, and get more interceptions, but uh, people aren't throwing at him, so the production is can't be entirely his fault. But you want to see a guy make some plays when he's getting his opportunities. I love that too. Like you said, the, the bigger, taller receivers might give him a little bit of little bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they'll just have to make sure they got a safety over the top helping. Yeah, that's pretty much just about it. Yeah. You know, a little bit of the a little bit a little bit over aggressive at times, but I, I shoot, I don't. I love that man. Like, that's yeah, I, I, I like, like some corners too. Oh heck yeah! Uh, man. Shoot, I don't and want I think be on. think him being one ninety five is is huge. Even when because he's five ten, he's allowed. He can be more physical because he's he's just as strong in game as as any of these guys are. So uh, that that one ninety five is is a big thing for him. Yeah, it's definitely a. He's definitely built well. You know, he's not like five ten, one sixty or exactly. something like that. You know. He's got a good strong build. So as far as the mock draft database, I mean he's going first round. I don't I don't see any way yeah. he's making it out of there. Um I've seen as high as ten to the Jets, twelve to the Vikings, you know, twenty-three to the Cardinals, twenty-five to the Bills. Is there any of those teams that you think he'd be a really good fit on and anywhere you'd like to see him land? I really uh actually the Patriots at twenty one is one that I found really intriguing, you know, after they just lost JC Jackson. Uh so I think that could be a good fit and you know, if you're a defensive player, who else do you want to learn under under other than Bill Belichick? You know, it can't get much better for you than that as a rookie. And then I like the Bills at 25. They are they had the number one defense last year, if I'm not mistaken. And to sure up, you know, opposite Tredavious White whenever he's healthy, to sure up that side of the ball with corner, I think it could be really scary out there in Buffalo, especially after they lost in OT to Patrick Mahomes. I'm sure they uh, want to get some more corners out there covering this a crazy AFC receiving course. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't think they can handle too many of those 45, 40 games, whatever the heck it was. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All opposite Tredavious white would be, whew, that'd Ooh, be a nasty, nasty duo, man. 
So, yeah, let's see here. I think that's it. Um, as far as, I don't know if you play fantasy football, but as far as fantasy, I don't even usually target cornerbacks. I don't know. It's kind of one of those, the few leagues I play defense in, I usually just stream corners. So mm-hmm. I think if you're playing an IDP, it's he's, you know, maybe a late target, but not overly worried about him as far as a fantasy asset. So. Yeah. I, I just started looking into fan, playing fantasy with defensive players. So uh, I've been kind of looking into it, but, you know, it's hard to draft them because, you know, all the good players, the good D linemen are getting double teamed. The good corners aren't getting thrown at, you know, it's it's hard to pick those guys. Right. Yeah. Actually the the better corners and for fantasy are the worst corners, the ones that get targeted and get the tackles, you know, so it's kind (laughs) of, if you haven't started, I'm I'm warning you run the other direction, man, because it is (laughs) getting deep. So, all right, Shaw, thank you very much for coming on, man. That was a good talk, man. I love talking about the corners. Uh, Tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter and more about your podcast and what you're working on, man. Cool. So uh, my Twitter handle is prior, P-R-Y-O-R underscore I-I, or it might be flipped. (laughs) It's flipped, yeah. It's flipped, (laughs) I-I underscore prior. Uh, And you can find uh, the Teed Up podcast. We've got some stuff on there that's old, but we'll be updating it soon. And I've been doing some work with uh, recruiting analytics. So check out the page. It'll be under the recruiting analytics name. And uh, you'll see some of the stuff that the team has been working on and that, you know, some takes on some of the players. Trent McDuffie is actually number one on recruiting analytics corners. So Nice. Yeah, it's a, a site I'm starting to dive a little more into. I've, I've been kind of a tape guy forever. And I do understand what, what they're doing is pretty sweet. You know, taking a look mm-hmm. at how the analytics tie into recruiting. It's pretty, pretty darn cool. There's, it's amazing how far the, uh, I don't know what you want to call it. The, uh, you know, us unofficial guys, it's amazing how far it's gone, you know, like, yeah, like everybody, we started off as like these type of, we all just kind of scout, you know, just because we like to do it and it's amazed how far it's come and and how deep it's gotten. So, yeah, I've been an eye test guy myself. So uh, opening myself up to these to these numbers has been a, a new world for me. So it's cool. Well, yeah, it's definitely something to have in your back pocket. So, all right, you can find me on Twitter at FF People's Champ. This podcast, Daily Draft RPRT. Thank you all very much for listening. We will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.